ho, ho, ho. It's crow time, folks. And I am crow. And, as always, not only am I crow, but I have a sidekick, and her name is Wolf Eyes. How, Wolfie? That was horrible, dude, again. No, just kidding. <laughs> Alright, uh, this is a festive episode, festive version of the show. Um, okay, it's probably not going to be any different than any other. We, we could go caroling, though. We could do caroling halfway through it. Oh, that lose everybody. Yeah, they, yeah, that, yeah, that'd lose the uh, one or two listeners that we have. <laughs> well, no, it's up a little bit. Um, okay, let's get right to it. Uh, not, not a whole lot to talk about in this show, so I'm going to have to fill an hour. Um, I'm going to have to fill an hour somehow. Not sure how, but I'm going to have to do it. Uh, did finally, uh, I, I was able to get in touch with the author that I've been talking about the last two weeks. A local author from my hometown of Carbondale, Illinois. Almost said Southern Illinois. Yes, there's a town in Illinois called Southern, and that's where I was born. <laughs> I was born in Southern Illinois. Um, there's a town called Normal, Illinois. <laughs> can, can I have the, uh, so, so what's the name of your town? It's Normal. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. The name of my town is pretty plain, too. What's, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, that joke sucked. Um, but anyway, finally able to get in touch with Hugh Richard Williams. Uh, we went back and forth on Messenger, and he was nice enough to send me the uh, the prologue from his uh, second Elysium Chronicle book, as well as a list of his books already out there and the books that will soon be out there. And we will be getting to that on this episode. Wow, man, I feel like I'm moving up in the world. Now I have like an author on the, well, more or less on the show. And uh, this show is going to be filled with odd sounds, as my fiance and I are both battling sinus, sinus uh, situations. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm in the third or fourth day of mine, and yours is just starting. You probably got yours from me. You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've been down in grapefruit juice to uh, combat mine with vitamin C. So uh, that's that's my uh, remedy for this kind of thing, vitamin C. I don't like medications and all that kind of crap. So. Uh, they're like putting chemicals into the bod. The bod is a temple. The bod is a temple. Um, so, so I just tried to do it naturally, like vitamin C, you know, grapefruit juice. That's my go-to remedy. <laughs> so it's like, um, but yeah. So uh, I, I, I guess first, uh, man, last week's show was horrible. I mean, I, I guess some people liked it, but in my opinion. And I'm my own worst critic, as I say. Last week's show, I, I, I think it sounded horrible. In my opinion, I just think it sounded horrible. I mean, I, I guess other people were okay with it, but um, I just didn't like the way it sounded. And uh, Scott, one of our regular listeners, agreed with me that I suck at story cubes. <laughs> um, thought about doing the Mad Gabs thing on this episode, but I think I'll hold off on that until I look at the cards better and kind of get a better idea of what I'm doing than uh, hey, last week when I dumped out the story cubes and winged it and uh, you know I tried winging it and I couldn't fly so to speak so um, 
gonna do the days segment. Days, which stands for daily and yearly stuff. Ta-da! Thank you for that insincere round of fake applause. Um, okay. Plus, I think we've both been in kind of a funk lately. I think we've both been kind of a, like a maybe maybe a winter cold weather holiday funk. What's what's you know people tend to get into? Um, been in kind of a funk lately, and you know, kind of not really been feeling like like like, like you know I'm in a funk. When I go to eBay or Amazon and I'm like, me, because normally I'm like, look it, 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 look it. <coughs> there we go. Um, <coughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a fun show. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's worse yesterday. <coughs> we almost did a show yesterday, but Norton moved the show up a day because if we did it on the day we normally do it, it would fall on Christmas Eve. And then next week it fall on New Year's Eve. Plus, I've been thinking of moving the show up a couple of days anyway. So this may be the perfect time to move it up one day and then move it up another day, and and, and start doing it, start releasing one on Saturdays as opposed to Mondays. You know, kind of get people ready for that party weekend, the Saturday party. You know, kind of the uh, what I don't know what the hell am I talking about? I don't know. You're just looking at me blank. Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to hand me a mirror so I can look at myself blank too? Um, <clears throat> oh boy, this is going to be a fun show. Yeah. This is going to sound like a cold medicine commercial. Phew! It's going to sound like a 60-minute cold and flu remedy commercial. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, uh, okay, upcoming days. <clears throat> This uh, this coming week, um, the twenty fifth, Christmas. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, babe, we're doing a show. Well, you. <laughs> we're doing the show now. You jumped to the twenty fifth. <coughs> Sorry, did I wake you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were napping. <laughs> Okay, the twenty fifth. You jumped to the twenty fifth. I wasn't prepared for it. No, no, no. It's actually just the. It's actually just uh, twelve forty five a.m. on on Sunday the twenty third. I know, but you said Christmas. Well, well, you said I jumped to the twenty fifth though. I didn't time travel. Time travel was a couple of weeks ago anyway. So there is nothing interesting today or Sunday. Well, if there was, I covered it on last week's show. Because last week's show I did through Sunday, so I didn't worry about the twenty third. So Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So and and then nothing really on the twenty fourth, you know. The, you know. So, so. Well, well, see. Sometimes I'll do something. <coughs> this show is going to kill my voice. Um, normally I'll do something like for each day if I find something interesting on each day. Well, used to I I pick one thing from each day regardless, but but now I'm trying to be more selective. Just pick the stuff that I personally like. And if I only mention two things, you know, so be it. Um, <coughs> uh, this is going to be a fun-sounding show. Uh, for those of you listening and who don't like cold and flu symptoms or allergy symptoms or sinus symptoms or what the hell ever it is, I apologize. <coughs> but um, 
Do we have cough lozenges? Yes. Nothing would help now. But, you know. But you should talk. You got it. <coughs> I'll rib the medicine. What? Whenever you got something, talk. You got it. Because it will solve all your problems. Oh, you're making up a product. Kind of like dump. Dump my uh, my fake laxative, mm -hmm. dump laxative, and remember you can't take a dump. Take a dump. Mm -hmm. Well, we should actually market that. <clears throat> okay, now you said it's the twenty fifth. Yes, twenty fifth is Christmas. So, uh, well, <coughs> we start with twenty fifth. That is Santa's big thing. Santa's big day. Yeah, he's gonna need another big long vacation. Yeah, you, you know what's weird? I, I I've been talking around the house while we were out today and everything else and it didn't make me cough but now that I'm trying to do a damn show it's like I say having this word <laughs> and it's also <laughs> well it's also it seems like as it gets uh, darker later it seems like stuff flares up more now I plus I think I'm trying to project I think I, I, I'm trying to project my voice because mm -hmm. lately when I've done the show I guess as long as you don't project anything else I don't want to see it. Well, th that's okay. The uh, the microphone does have a little foam rubber cover on there. Eee. So, uh, <laughs> you could have like like wrapped a paper towel around my face, so if I caught anything like a like a sneeze guard or something, I don't know. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, trying to muddle through this. Okay, uh, now on the twenty seventh is fruitcake day. Yeah, so we just had a little bit of We just day. had a little bit of fruitcake. Um, so we'll have to save the rest of it for fruitcake day. And it is also... <clears throat> bleh, it is also visit the zoo day. On the 27th. On visit the zoo day. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Which has nothing to do with uh, the holiday season. But pretty much all the other days, it's like, you know, there's like, <clears throat> like candy cane day and cut out snowflakes day, eggnog day, pumpkin pie day. They all kind of centered with a theme. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, zoo day. It's like, I don't know. I didn't make them up. I just looked them up. There you go. I didn't make them up. I just looked them up. That's my disclaimer now for uh, this day segment. I didn't make them up. I just looked them up. And I have 50 more, 50, uh, well, 49 more minutes to uh, cough during this show. <coughs> <coughs> hey, at least, at least I'm a trooper. At least people can say, and that guy's a pussy. He just had like a, he just had like a little bit of a cold or something and he didn't even do a show. <clears throat> What's that law supposed to refer to? Cough, coughing, sniffling nose, coughing, sniffling, and everything else. I'm going ahead of the show. Even if it is annoying, everybody who's listening. What you line? can just say you are rimp. <clears throat> you don't have to use that because, sort of, you know. What do they say? Sure. What do they say? <laughs> I did. Kiss. <laughs> That's not a nice word. <clears throat> I don't know, I was probably coughing when I said it didn't hear me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, 
Um, anyway, you know, I don't even really know where that phrase comes from. Mm. Pussy, wussy, all that kind of stuff. Not even really sure where it comes from. I don't know. When when, when I was when I was younger, when I was younger, when I, when I was in junior high, now commonly referred to as middle school. The thing that the, the thing that kids called kids was pup. Oh, you're a pup. You're a pup. And I, you know, the only thing I can figure out is that a pup is like the offspring of a female dog, and a female dog is commonly referred to as a you know what. So you're basically referring to someone as a son of a you know what. That's the only thing I've ever. But, but, but yeah, I. I well, mean, that's a, uh, saying that is <clears throat> saying you're immature. A whiny. Yeah, you know, pup. Or you pee the floor a lot. Pup. <laughs> you do that now, but <laughs> pups you'll do one, and they uh, are just uh, you know sometimes out of control, don't know a lot. Yeah. You know so. Yeah, but but, that, but, but that's the thing, pup. <laughs> <laughs> we sound so good. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but anyway, um, but anyway, but I am not a. Pussy, wussy, or anything else. I am persevering with the show. So, <clears throat> even though I am making a ton of annoying sounds. Okay. The, the, okay, I, I do believe that's from the fruitcake. Probably pizza raisin. But yeah, really. I, I, I love the way you eat some foods and like, days later, it's like, oh, look. Um... Sorry, there was on the tip of my tongue. That's gross. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it probably came off when you coughed a while Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I actually, I may be dislodging things that have been back there for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, when was the last time I ate that? Um, <clears throat> okay. The 28th. Um, oh, that, that, that's one thing that's annoying. It's like you get a sinus infection or cold or whatever. It's like the cough is the one thing that holds on. I, I, I remember one time I had a cold or sinus infection, whatever it was, and I, I got over the initial cold or whatever, it, it, like in a few days. I, I I had to take like cough jobs for two, three weeks afterward. Didn't bother me so much of a day, but I'd lay down at night, I could not sleep. <laughs> you know, like, so like two, three, two, three weeks later, I still had that annoying cough. <clears throat> anyway, the 28th, <coughs> yeah, what the hell, um, is card playing day. A, a perfect day to uh, inaugurate my uh, My Little Pony decks of playing cards that we picked up recently. You know I forgot to post pics of those? I forgot to post pics of those online. You got what? My Little Pony playing cards? There's two decks of playing cards I got in the tin. Oh. Those. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep track. <laughs> I know. And uh, I've, I've pretty much, we've had so much going on lately that I, I've pretty much forgotten. Some things I've remembered to post, some things that I've talked about on the show that I said I would post pics of, I've gotten around to doing. But 
there are still things that we got two, three weeks ago when we went up there for the parade on the second, which is three weeks ago, you know, today, well, actually yesterday now, because it's officially 23rd, um, that, that I still have a posted pics up because I just keep forgetting to do it. And then we got other stuff, and, and it's like, I post pics and, you know, this and that, but, but, but I, I'm way behind on pics. Way behind on pics. And, and I think that simplify it, I may... But because right now I have a Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, and Instagram. Facebook and Twitter get some interest. Tumblr is like Cricket City. The, the only thing, the only people that have even paid attention to my page on, on Tumblr um, was like one guy obviously just shilling his business thing. He probably goes on and he, oh, somebody news on Tumblr. Okay, I'll pitch my business to capture them. And then like uh, two, three chicks, the typical social media, look at me, I'm barely wearing clothes, check out my page kind of thing. And it's like, you know, um, but you know, so Tumblr, I don't know, Tumblr is kind of cricket city. Um, Pinterest, not getting a whole lot of feedback on there either. Um, I don't know, I may just leave them alone and just wait until the show builds a little bit. Then once the show builds a little bit, you know, but I don't know. So, so people want to see, if people do want to see pics of anything. Best bet is Facebook. Second best is Twitter. As for Tumblr, Pinterest, and Instagram, and eh, not sure if I'm going to really be doing a lot on those three for right now. But Facebook and Twitter, yes. But, but see, one thing that always be about Twitter is there are things that I want to post a lot of pics of. Like, like we got a game the other day that I'd love to post pics, more pics of all the, all the stuff because it's unique. It has some unique components in it. But Facebook, I, I mean, hell, Facebook, you, you like this, um, this one chick that's a member of that uh, Geeks Games of Gallimaufry group. Like, she'll post pictures of, of, of events, and she'll post, one thing she posted, like, jeez, I, I don't remember, like, <coughs> like, like, over two dozen pics or more. Facebook will let you do that. Twitter, you get four pics. That's it. Four pics. So, I, I usually have to try to figure out a way to get everything in four pics, so that it'll let me do it on Twitter, and so so that's where the pain in the that, that's where the pain in the ass part of it comes in. Um, because you know, like like the game I'm talking about, I, I'd like to post pics of like the components and then the explanations of the components. Babe, we're doing a show. Wake up. Um, no, <laughs> I have that effect on people. Um, <coughs> but <coughs> well, you could go in and do part one to part two. Yeah, get all the yeah, yeah. Well, I see, I could do that, but then, but then, a lot of people, you know, if they're just scrolling, you know, they might, you know, be like, oh, wait, that, you know, they might just see, you know, that they might not really even see the part one. This part one, part two, and this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and so, so I, I, I try to do it to four, but you know. Facebook, 
Facebook is really the best as far as uh, posting pics. You know, I can post however many I want or something. Um, okay, now the 30th is Bacon Day. Bacon Day. BLTs. Yes, we can do BLTs. Bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Or we could do bacon and egg sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I haven't had egg sandwiches in a while. I like egg sandwiches. The way I make egg sandwiches. See, the way I make egg sandwiches, I just take two eggs, put them in like that round glass container that we have, um, which I actually had before we even got together. Just take a couple of eggs, put them in there, a little bit of milk, dash of sugar, mix it up really well, microwave it two minutes, boom. Perfect fluffy egg. Which makes good egg sandwiches because they're just the right size. Try making egg sandwiches in the skillet. Can't keep the egg contained well enough. It's like, where is it going? Um, <coughs> but, but uh, yeah, 30th is bacon day. Seems like there's something else coming up with bacon. Let me, let me check. Seems like there's something else coming up with bacon. Um, let me see. D-A-Y-S. Of the... What the hell? What? Did you kidding me? Okay, come on, iPad. Yeah, that was getting slow. I'm beginning to think the I... An iPad stands for idiot. Um, okay, let's see. Well, in all fairness, we've had that one for a while. And yeah. it's been well used. Yeah, I know. But my new one's also annoying. And you just got that for me last Christmas. Okay, I was thinking there was something else. To do with bacon. <clears throat> I saw something else that had to do with bacon. But no, I don't see it. Let me see here. Oh, Hypnotism Day is coming up in January. Hypnotism Day. Sure there's something coming up with bacon besides that, but I guess no what. Okay, there we go. Um, but that, that that's pretty much it for the day's segment. Not a lot really to cover this week on the show. And like I said, I, I've got to where I'm kind of the, the show, I guess, is in a constant state of evolution. I'm constantly tweaking it, you know. Because, like I always say, the only thing that's for sure about Crow is nothing's for sure. The only thing that's for sure about Crow is nothing's for sure. Oh, wow. I really love it when you say that, Crow. Well, thanks, babe. I mean, that just really... I just think it's so cool. I get goosebumps. I love your catchphrases. Thanks, babe. 
but on with the show now. You can worship and adore me later, like you normally do. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> okay, I got a good laugh out. <laughs> you can worship and adore me and tell me I can do no wrong later, like always. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I feel like I should do this thing I like to do for celebrities. Celebrity voices are impersonations. Fiance voices are impersonations. <laughs> Fiance's praises are impersonations only and are in no way designed to reflect the actual views of the fiance. <laughs> um, okay, now on before we get to the um, little microscopic uh, segment of um, what we got we, we did a Carmar trip uh, the Carmar trips lately have been once again Cricket City not really a lot at the stores um, did a little bit of thrifting this past week picked up maybe four cool things um, but before <clears throat> before we go any further and I will try to do this without coughing the entire segment yep that, that's basically that those two and that toy over there. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Sad, isn't it? Um, okay. <laughs> I just I just know I'm gonna cough. Hold on. Uh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> no word from our sponsor. Come up with something over. <coughs> Are you sick of being sick? Uh, you got it. From the new makers of Dump Laxative. laxative. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> yeah, people are just going to love listening to the show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they might be taking loss all to it. I'm not going to catch anything. Really? Yeah. At least they might be like, man. What a wimp. That guy wouldn't even do a show because he had a bit of a cold. Um, <clears throat> that doesn't prove anything. You're still a wimp. Hey, I'm not. You are too. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. Now this, uh, we want to talk about these books uh, by Hugh Richard Williams. He's an author. And also a lawyer in Carbondale, Illinois. Um, <clears throat> so um, I, I, I hope I do this. I, I hope I do this well. I hope I make him proud. Uh, no, normally I'm way goofy and just all over the place. So I'm going. I, I'm going to try to do this. Well, as professional as I can <laughs> with a cough and <laughs> sniffling and everything else. At least I haven't started sneezing yet. Did that the other day. Uh, that was fun. Okay. He has written uh, some books. They, they sound really, really cool. My fiance and I, unfortunately, have not got our hands on them yet. Um, we, we've been trying, actually, to get some local libraries to, to purchase them and get them in their collections. And uh, libraries are usually uncooperative when it comes to that kind of thing. It, it's like... It's like there could be a bookstore next door to the library, 
that sells every book ever printed for one dollar, and you can make a suggestion to the library. They'd be like, "I'm sorry, we can't get that book." <laughs> it's like, well, it, I'm <coughs> not sure why this library could do it, but probably what I'm going to do is have to buy the book, and once I'm done, I will donate it. <coughs> don't tell them they need to put it on a shelf because. That's how authors get known. I mean, I didn't even know about these books, and they look really cool. Well, the, 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 the Carbondale Public Library doesn't even have them. And, and, and see, shame on the Carbondale Public Library. I love the Carbondale Public Library. I went there all the time, and I actually lived in Carbondale. But it, it's a very nice library, you know, two-story. You know, the, uh, the kids' section is, uh, yeah, the kids' section is downstairs. Have you ever been in the Carbondale Library? Marion, but not Carbondale. So sometime, sometime when we're in uh, Carbondale, we'll have to go in there. I, I, I'm assuming it's still laid out the same. Pretty cool library. And uh, everything. You spend a lot of time there. But but they, I, I, I went online, and they don't even have his books. Uh, you know, shame on them for that, they, because they, he's a local author. They, yeah. they should definitely have local authors, yeah, you know, in there. They support their local. Yeah, yeah they, they should definitely support local authors. Now, Barnes & Noble in Carbondale, the books are available there. Yes, so that will be where I'll be stopping this next month probably and grabbing mm -hmm. a copy. But anyway, the, the books, um, okay, there is, <clears throat> uh, sorry Hugh if you're listening, <laughs> I picked a bad time, I picked a bad episode of the show to talk about your books. Um, <clears throat> anyway, okay, the, uh, and this is according to a, a message that he sent me on Messenger. So I'm, I'm going to try to interpret this and make sense of it. Um, not that he didn't make sense of it. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to try to make it sound sensible reading it. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. One series of books <clears throat> is, a, uh, is the Zombie Apocalypse books. And uh, there is the Trek to Elysium Chronicles, a zombie apocalyptic tale. That's book one. There's also a revised edition of that book out now that, best I remember, came out in 2016. The revised copy of it. Um, book two of that series is the Trek to Elysium Chronicles Survival Guide. And um, the prologue that he sent us on... Uh, on Messenger is actually from book two, and you actually read the prologue. What do you think? I think it's going to be really cool. I can't wait to get my little hands on those books. Your little kitty paws? Yeah. <laughs> um, to, to, to be honest, I didn't read it. I, 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 I do well to read like a paragraph anymore. I know. He'll have to introduce it in like a kindergarten preschool book for you. Picture book. <laughs> Look like Dick and Jane. See zombie. See zombie run. Well, see when we when I first saw about the um, you know game group thing. Yeah. I looked them up and I uh, saw some of the books. I thought those look cool. I've got to I've just got to read. Them. I I I will probably end up reading the prologue uh, that, that he sent us. <clears throat> but because because I am interested in because it takes place in Carbondale, um, but. Seriously, I, I do well to read. I, I, I don't know what it is in my attention span. I do well to make it through game instructions. Uh -huh. I mean, it, it's like 
my my attention span is if I try to read, if I try if I try to read listings on the cable guide, I start to get antsy. And there's like you know it's like sometimes it's like, you know like a dozen lines or so. That I don't know why. And I used to read all the time. I mean I I used to read, you know like an entire books with no problem. Um, but my attention span over the years has kind of, kind of gotten less cooperative. I guess you could say. And, and, and it's like just so hard for me to focus if I try reading something now. Well, I, I can vouch that it sounds really cool. I think if anybody would read what the books are about, I think anybody that's in those type of books would, would love <coughs> to get a little hands on it. Yeah, yeah it, it does look interesting. And I really end up, re I, I really end up reading the prologue. I just haven't done it yet. Um, not because I'm not interested, just because reading just. I guess it's, it's I like I can't focus. I, I on could it. give you a uh, uh, Dick and Jane book, and you probably couldn't follow <laughs> Dick and Jane through a five-page book. See Dick, see Dick run, see Dick. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, and then book three, the track, the track to Elysium Chronicles in game. Um, uh, let me see here, let me see here, let me see here. Oh, okay, he's working on book three. He's yes. working on book three. So, The Trek to Elysium Chronicles, A Zombie Apocalyptic Tale, the first book. And then there's the revised edition of that one. The Trek to Elysium Chronicles Survival Guide, that's book two. And then he is working on book three of that series, The Trek to Elysium Chronicles Endgame. <clears throat> now, there's a standalone series named... <clears throat> Man, I picked a bad episode to talk about these books. Um, <clears throat> I doubt if anybody would be able to listen to me long enough to do it. Um, but um, anyway, there's a standalone series named The Incident, The Alpha. And then there's a second book plan called The Incident, The Omega. Um, <clears throat> now, the, the track... The Trek series and the Incident series are zombie apocalypse based with different theories, according to Hugh. Uh, and that's his own words. He said, the Trek and the Incident series are zombie apocalypse based with different theories. So, so that's cool. That is cool. And then he has also written a detective action slash adventure series. He has already published book one. Uh, which is titled, oh, oh, okay, it's R-I-X-E-Y. It's either Rixy or Rixy. Not really sure the pronunciation of it. But either way, um, whether it's Rixy or Rixy, um, the spelling is R-I-X-E-Y. Um, so the title book one is The Rixy Files, The Quest. I'll, I'll just pronounce it Rixy to make it simple and then go back and forth on it and make it sound complicated. Book one, the title book one is The Rixie Files, The Quest for Caesar's Medallion. And uh, book two in that series is currently at the publishers and it is called The Rixie Files, The Quest for the Chalice of Power. I know, I've got to get those too. Yeah, because you like those kind of books too. Oh, yes. <clears throat> but they, they, they do sound like cool books and if I could... If I could read more than half a dozen words without getting it. Oh, okay, well, hell, look at me doing, like, the days of the year thing. 
where I have to read like what some of the days are about. It, it, it's like I start getting antsy pantsy just trying to read yeah. what the days are about. I mean, you only had four things listed and it took you probably 30 minutes to get through that. <laughs> I know. I'm a horrible individual. Um, but, um, okay. Um, but th those are the books. Um, and they are located on Amazon. They, they are available on Amazon. They're, uh, and it's also on Books a Million site. Now, I'm a, I mean, not Books a Million, Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Um, which is now, now the store in Carbondale supposedly has them in the store. But I'm assuming if you went on to barnesandnoble.com mm -hmm. and, and looked up these books, just type in his name, Hugh Richard Williams. Uh, because there's another author called Hugh Williams. As we discovered, we were trying to find his books. Um, that uh, you know, so type in Hugh Richard Williams, and you know, look up those books. And uh, they do seem like really interesting books. I really want to check out the Zombie Apocalypse books, um, especially the Elysium Chronicles, since they take place in Carbondale and everything else. That that'd be cool. I actually suggested to him that it'd be real cool if someone could turn those into graphic novels because that would be so cool. If I was a good, I mean, I'm an okay artist, but I'm not anywhere a good enough artist to do a graphic novel. But if someone, if someone who's really good at comic book art or graphic novel type art could take those and turn them into a graphic novel and actually use Carbondale landmarks in the illustrations, that would be so flippin' cool. That'd be so flippin' cool. Like the uh, like the towers in Carbondale, those three towers, and you, you, the strip and everything else, and, and, and all the, you know, like well-known Carbondale, their SIU arena, the SIU campus and all that. You, you know, you, you could really do some cool, some cool stuff. If I was a good enough artist, I, if I was, that caliber of an artist, hell, I, I, I'd do it. I'd do it in a second, because I, I, I think it'd be cool. Take something like that and turn it into a graphic novel, I just think it'd be cool. Board game, board game would be cool. Yeah. The Trek 2 Elysium Chronicle board game, you could have like, <clears throat> like a, uh, like a board, like a game board with like Carbondale landmarks pictured on it and everything else. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. So just throwing ideas out there, you know. But uh, yeah, now, now best I remember, um, I, I think it said in his bio that he wrote his first book at 62. So, you know, which is pretty impressive. Yes. Pretty impressive. <laughs> I ran out of stuff to say. How often does that happen? If you're interested in anything zombie, check out his... Touch your Legion Chronicle. Yeah, check, check out his site. He's actually got like a <coughs> website that I found, and he might be reading a little bit on yeah. one uh, Allauthor.com. Yeah, and see if you might be interested in reading those. Yeah. If you're into the mystery detective like thing, see if you like the other one. But check them out. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to our force for the books. 
And hopefully if I'm done with them, I can pry my little hands off them because you know I don't like to give books away, but it would be nice if that library that we live next to had them because it would get... I'm not going to give them away. We buy them, I'm keeping them. Well, they would get... Well, yeah, but how many... Yeah, but, but, but face it, how many times am I, am I going to be able to get books written by somebody who lives in the town where I was born that takes place well, in well, the I town where I was to born. two copies and everything. Because <coughs> this library should really have them. I mean... Yeah. All, 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 the local, all, the local, all the local libraries in Southern Illinois should have copies of his books. And if there's any other authors in Southern Illinois that have put out books, they, they, they should support local authors. That they, they should. They, they should. They should. There should actually be, and there may be. I may be. And you're talking about this because there may actually be um, a section like that in some libraries. But all libraries, and, and some of them may. But I, I don't know. Um, so, but but all libraries should have a section devoted well, to local authors. I have seen some libraries <coughs> have like a local a lo local interest. Yeah. You know that kind of thing, um, but but all libraries I, I I think should you know whether it's a small town because I I I'm sure there are other authors that have other people in the Southern Illinois area that have put out children's books or some kind of books, and you know there's only like a, do, a dozen people that have done it. You know all, all libraries should support the local authors. Mm -hmm. that, that's my opinion. Um, it, it, even though there are you know people like me that do well to you know. Read the ingredients on a on a ketchup bottle. Um, it's not that I can't read. I just, I, it's, you know. Yeah, we are saying, you know, we were over. You, yes, you, yes. You have a very short attention span. Attention span, yes. <laughs> I just keep going blank in this episode. It, it, it's like I was going to say something a while ago, and I just like, cricket, cricket. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but, but anyway, those are the books. Three different series. Um, the Tracy Legion Chronicles. Two books already published. He's working on the third one. Uh, the Incident, the Alpha, the uh, Second Book Plan, the Incident, the Omega, and then Rexy Files, however you pronounce that. Sorry, Hugh, I, I should have asked you for the pronunciation of that. Um, book one is already out, and book two is at the publishers. Um, <clears throat> and what'd be cool is if we get our if we get the um, if we get any of his books, we'll have to go by his lawyer's office and go sign this. Yeah. Seriously, that'd be cool. Yeah. Have him sign it. Have him sign yeah. it. And, and no, they would not be going to eBay. No. So, so, so many people, so many celebrities. It, it, it's sad, but so many celebrities. Even if people have them sign stuff, they just assume that they're automatically going to post it for sale on eBay. It's like... If something's actually signed by an author, I, <coughs> I really, you know, take better care of it because you're actually getting the author to sign something that, you know, it's just, it just seems more precious yeah. to me. Yeah, like... Uh, like like those WWE picks, like that uh, pick that we got for uh, our friend Linda. You know, like obviously people just go to those meet and greets with professor wrestlers and have them sign a bunch of stuff and then post it for sale on eBay or whatever. And I, I, I don't know, I, it, it kind of sucks because used to when you got someone's autograph, it was because, you know, and if a celebrity took time 
to sign an autograph for someone, they knew that, that per they were signing that autograph because that person was really a fan and really wanted their autograph. And, and I mean, hell, now you got people probably going up to people they don't even like, just getting something signed so they can sell it. Yeah. So it kind of sucks if you're an artist, you know, an actor, an author, whatever, if you got people coming up to you, oh, would you sign this? And you're like, <coughs> you know, you're, you're like, well, you know, are they really a fan? Do they, you know, is this something that they're going to keep in their personal collection and treasure? Or are they just having me sign it so they can, you know, you know, get bucks for it on eBay? Kind of sucks that aspect of it. Yeah. They used to be that way. I mean, I've got <coughs> signatures from actors and actresses. I still got them. Not sure where I put those. Probably some <coughs> stores, but yeah. I still got them. And, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I would never do that. I, I would never get somebody's signature on something just to sell it. I, I, I mean, it, it, But, of you know. course, if some of these people that do that, then people that can't make it to events would be getting to something. Yeah, Because, I mean, Linda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Linda got that great Kali picture that was autographed. And I mean, she, she, she like, never, Yeah, she never meet him, you know. Her eyes bugged oh, out. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. We, she, uh, squirreled, she squirreled harder than you, I think. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. Uh, nothing like sinus sound effects during a show to make it similar. One of my prized possessions uh, in, in my Sting collection is that um, Sting figure that you got me that's signed by Sting. You got mm -hmm. it for me for Valentine's Day in 2017. Wow. That is like yeah. See, if they didn't sell that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wouldn't have that. So it, 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 I, I guess it's good in a way for people, but it, it, it's like kind of misleading to the actual celebrity. You know, it's like well, celebrities probably doesn't don't really care in one in one part yeah. because a lot of them probably get paid to stand out there. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true too. You know, here's a hundred bucks. Go out there and sign some autographs. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, that autograph sting figure that I've got. Yeah, that is. Uh, that is like, woo. Now, now if I could get like a Spice Girl autographs, yeah, that, that'd be real cool. Yeah. Um, Spice Girl's autographs. All five of them. No. That'd be cool. Um, okay, Pinkie Pie's autograph? Moving on. <coughs> Pinkie Pie's autograph? Moving it's on. a fictional character, but you know. Moving on. Um, but yeah, anyway, okay. But uh, yeah, but wrapping up the book segment. Um, thanks a lot, Hugh, for providing us with the information on the books. Hope we uh, did the. Hope we did it well for you. Um, sorry for doing it on a show where there's like. Uh, and, and if I get <coughs> book coughing and, and everything else, and actually get one and read it within a couple months. We could do no review on because yeah. I will read it. I'll be able to tell you. There you go. A, a uh, hands-on. What I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, yeah, yeah. Personal review. That'd be cool. Yeah. And it would be neat to have him sign it. Just yeah. you know, because that'd be cool. That that'd make me feel proud. Like wow, you know, it's actually like, you know, mm -hmm. that. And I think his bio said he's originally from Chicago. Um. But, you know, now he's in Carbondale, of course, with his, you know, working as a, an attorney in Carbondale and everything else. Um, th th there's so many people from Chicago in Carbondale. It's, it's like, 
Oh, it can almost be called Little Chicago. Because there are so many people from Chicago, and, and students and everything else, and like, you know, back and forth from Chicago to uh, Carbondale. A lot of people from Chicago in Carbondale. But thanks you for providing some of your information on the books. Hope we did good. And uh, we look forward to getting them and reading them. And uh, we would seriously like to have them signed if we, uh, if we end up getting them. And no, they would not go on eBay. They would be kept in our collection and we would be proud of them. Okay, moving on now to the few things that we got while thrifting. Very, very few things. <clears throat> oh, Jesus, it's been a fun show. Um, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, anyway. Okay. We, we found this one game. Um, it's, it's unique as hell. Uh, funny I said that. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, it was put out by Cheatwell Games, that's right, Cheatwell Games in England. Um, it is called Host Your Own Horror Evening. <laughs> the box makes that sound when you take the lid off. No, it doesn't. Uh, that was me. Um, the, the pieces inside are still sealed. Um, well, are they still sealed or are they just in the little... I, I don't know. Okay, think. well, they're in the little Ziploc bags. Yeah. So it's not, like, factory it, it sealed. It was pretty well taken care yeah, of. Yeah, it, it, it was look, taken care of. Um, it looked like it might have had a little bit of dampness at one Yeah, time. The, uh, the instruction booklet and the score pad had some spots on it. I don't want to know what the spots are. Don't tell me. Um... But all the cards are in good condition. Yeah, all, all yeah, all the game components are in great condition. The score pad is actually in great condition. It's just the back of the score pad. It, mm -hmm. it looks like somebody might have spilled something and it splattered on the instruction yeah. book. Um, it, well, it's on the front back cover of the instruction book and the back cover of the score pad. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the board and everything is spotlessly clean. Spotlessly. Is that is that actually uh, a word or no phrase? Idea. I don't know. It is actually clean. All the game components are clean. The cards, there are five little boxes of cards are all clean. The inside of the instruction book is clean. Um, it, it, it's a real interesting looking game. It's for three or more players, so one of us is going to have to develop a split personality. Um, the, uh, the, the places on the board are like, are like uh, Wicked Grin, Doom and Gloom, Banished to Hell, Hell, uh, the one, What is Cursed. And that's the one you um, don't want. Um, have a Soul. No, okay, what is that letter supposed to be? What? Where? That, that fancy letter there. <laughs> Save a Soul? Is that? I think it's Have a Soul. Because okay. you're trying to collect souls. Okay, Have a Soul. Uh, it's got like haunted house looking pictures on it, a windmill and this and that. Um, it, it's a very unique looking game, very uh, creepy game. Uh, I'll try to post a picture of that on uh, on the show's page. I'll try. I'm gonna be honest. I'll try. Um, I can't even get the lid on the box. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, that that was a unique find. Paid a buck for it. 
Yeah. Only paid a buck for it, uh, and you found it online, and it's somewhat collectible, and it goes for a pretty good chunk of change. You yeah. said. Yeah. Um, and then another game we found was okay. I collect Guess Who games, and I recently found a travel edition from 1989. Uh, but this is actually a Marvel edition of Guess Who. Um, that was put out, I think, in 2008, 2006, 2008, somewhere around there. Um, very cool looking game. The the Marvel characters, it's got all the Marvel characters. Well, not all of them. There's like hundreds probably. But the, some of the main Marvel characters. <coughs> Wolverine, Spider-Man, and such. And, um, it, very cool looking game. The only thing annoying about it is the... It doesn't say together well. The, the things that you raise up and lower, the pictures on it, it's like they keep coming loose. It's like when they molded it, they didn't mold it just right. Yeah, well, which is funny because we've got how many Guess Who games? Yeah. Like vintage and older, uh, vintage, like vintage and newer games. We've got two different Star Wars Guess Who. We've got a little pet shop. We've got a Disney version. We've got vintage versions, everything else. And that's the only one that the things come loose. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then another game that we found, it, it makes, I, I think, our 33rd, uh, let me check here real quick. We're running out of time again. Um, I, th I, I think at least 30 minutes or so, though, has been coughing. Um, in all fairness. Um, <clears throat> yep. Okay, I'm looking for the Monopoly page. Where is the Monopoly page? Mm. Oh, there we go. This, okay, that game that we got the other day makes our 28th Monopoly game. 28th. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, do I have that one written down? Oh, no, I actually don't have the Shrek Jr. written down because we got a Shrek, we got a Shrek Jr. version of it. I don't have that written down. Um, so counting all the Jr. versions and, uh, everything that this makes our 29th monopoly game and then we also have the free we also have two uh games connected to monopoly advanced the boardwalk which we got from our favorite ebay store a few favorite things a while back and then we have uh a game that we picked up while thrifting uh the free parking game but it's monopoly here and now now we also own the regular monopoly here and now but this is monopoly here and now world edition very, very unique playing pieces. <coughs> uh, can you hand me that game real quick, babe? <coughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to try to read about some of the pieces quickly. Um, okay, there, there are actually 24 different playing tokens that you could have gotten. Um, the one that we've got, the ones that we've got, rather, we the six that we got... With ours, uh, it's the surfer from Australia, the Russian dolls from Asia, um, the the African mask from Africa, the matador from Europe, the Inca statue from South America. And the baseball glove from North America. And uh, there are four different tokens from each region. And uh, the, the, the playing pieces, they're your regular hotels and houses and this and that. 
Uh, there's a North American house and a North American hotel for North America. A uh, South American house and a South American hotel from South America and and so on. So instead of your regular hotels and houses, there is a uh, hotel and a house representative of each of the um, six areas. So, so that's really cool. That That is really super cool. And uh, it has this electronic, there's no Monopoly money. You get six cards and you get this little battery operated thing that you put the cards in and everything else. Just a real cool looking version of the game. Pick that up for only three bucks. That goes for a pretty good chunk of change online. And the uh, actually the Guess Who game that we got, we only paid two bucks for that. And it goes for a pretty good amount of money on uh, eBay and Amazon. So we actually scored pretty well. We, we got like six dollars worth of games that go for probably over, if we spent like the cheapest cost that we found them for online, we, we'd pay over a hundred bucks to get the same three games. And we paid six bucks total. So pretty good deal. Mm -hmm. And then we got a vintage Scooby-Doo van for about twenty-five at Funding Forever Thrift in Marion. Um, Scooby-Doo mystery van. So, so that's a pretty cool find. But um, well, once again, walked out of the Marion, Illinois Goodwill with nothing. Third time now, just walked out with nothing. So, <coughs> and been finding very little at the Carbondale Goodwill. But uh, anyway, that is pretty much it for this week's show. Check out the books by Hugh Richard Williams. Uh, I, I don't think you'd regret it. And uh, before we end the show, gotta say Merry Christmas to everybody. <coughs> Merry Merry Christmas to everybody. We will do another show before New Year's. So uh, have a uh, you know want to say Merry Christmas, everybody, right, babe? Yes, Merry Christmas. Have a safe and wonderful Christmas. Okay, well said. Okay. That's it for this week's show. Uh, sorry for all the uh, sinus and nasal sound effects. Um, I'm going to leave over this by the next week's show. And it's not so annoying. Um, so anyway, uh, babe, as always, thanks for having me on the show. You did good. No problem. Okay, love you, sweets. I love you, my non-stop and sneezing, burping, farting, coughing, misfit toy. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> High five for that one. All right, everybody. That is it for this week's special holiday edition of the show. Uh, more like special science edition of the show. Um, <clears throat> sorry for all the uh, word sound effects, everybody. Seriously. Uh, but once again, hope everybody has a good and uh, great Christmas. And uh, my fiance supposedly got me some awesome games that I was wanting for Christmas, so uh, we'll be talking about those on next week's show, um, and everything else. So uh, hopefully there's some games underneath our tree, underneath our silver tree with our rainbow-colored LED lights. But anyway, everybody, that's it for this week's show. Hope you dug it, even with the, uh, the weird noises all throughout it. Um, once again, have a good Christmas. Thanks for listening to the show. Hope you listen to the next one and uh, as well. And hope you dig this show and hope you dig the next one too. That's it for this show. Thanks for listening. The show is It's Crow Time. I am Crow. She's Wolf Eyes. And as Tigger says, ta-ta for now.